Hello, everybody. Thankful with our God for giving us the opportunity to share this understanding with uh, all those whose hearts have been prepared by our Lord. As I mentioned in our previous uh, podcast, there are three things that must happen in order to have a true, authentic, legitimate spiritual leadership. In this lesson, we start covering the first of those three elements. This is Carlos Quintero with Lessons on Truth. Let's begin by understanding a little bit who we are as human beings, how God created us. Because when we understand how we were created, we will begin to understand how we can exercise true leadership. So the very first thing we must keep in mind is that God put in us a spirit. We come from God and God is spirit. Therefore, he put the essence of his spirit in us. That spirit has an engine, and that engine is consciousness. The spirit is moved by consciousness because with consciousness we judge. In the spirit we have discernment, and in the spirit we have our communion with God. So that is the first thing we must be aware of. In the traditional leadership, no one talks about the spirit. But this is a new time in which we will awaken the spirit. It is the time in which spiritual leaders emerge. Likewise, God put in us a soul, which is the source of emotions and feelings, and therefore my will and desires. The soul also, just as the spirit, has an engine. And the engine of the soul is the mind. With our minds, we think. And that is why when, for example, we listen to a song that reminds us when we were little, we think, oh, that song reaches my soul. In our souls lie our emotions, and that is why when someone comes with a nice gift I was not expecting, I say, I've been touched. I feel this in my soul. God himself also put in us that soul so that we may have these feelings, so that we may relate to and be affectionate with others. And spirit and soul dwell in a body. It is what is evident to our eyes, what we see physically. In this nature, we are aware of our physiological part, our morphology and anatomy. So if you want to define the humankind quickly, you say his spirit by the nature of his creator and his soul where lie the characteristics of personality. There are shy people, Others are extroverts. There are some people who like to go out and swim in the river. Others like to stay home watching Netflix. So there are all those different personalities. And soul and spirit are physically expressed in the body. These concepts are not new. Many books discuss this. And if you go and search online, you will find diagrams explaining this as well. But here's something people haven't been told. They don't know or just don't want to know or simply assume it has already been fixed. Mankind set apart from his creator, disobeying God, and by disobeying God caused their own spiritual death. People always want to assume that we are spirit, soul, and body and that each of the dimensions is widely linked to their lives. 
but that's not true. It's not true. Humankind set themselves apart from their creator, caused their spiritual death, and therefore people live in soul and body. Who is facing difficult situations in daily life? The soul, that is, emotions, self-will, and feelings. People are putting the soul front and center to face situations. So, who is ruling our nations? Souls. Who is facing the pandemic situation? Souls. Who are on the streets to demand social justice? Souls. Who are organizing protests? Souls. Then, we cannot expect anything different from what we see on the news because those who are living in this world are souls. The spirit is not yet lit. But I am completely convinced that we are starting here to awaken the spirit, to ignite it. Because with a lit spirit, we can truly face all situations in our lives. We can find true answers to circumstances because the origin of all conflicts, the origin of all adversity, the origin of all problems that we may have as human beings is spiritual. Obviously, we must face all these situations spiritually. Why is mankind not able to provide answers to all situations? Because we are not in a spiritual state, and we have a soul that is trying to find the answer to a spiritual problem. The soul cannot succeed because it is impossible for a sound solution to be delivered like that. The soul does not have the answers for the spirit. Therefore, spiritual things must be compared with spiritual things. And with a lit spirit, we will begin to find the right solutions to all circumstances. We as spiritual beings are going to be the solution for people. They will look for us. They will ask us to solve problems. They will say, these people have the solution. These are the ones that have the spirit. Now, what was the consequence of the fact that human beings were set apart from their creator when they turned away from God? The consequence was a change of governance. And when we talk about governance, we're obviously talking about a structure under which power is exercised. If we consider the government of a country, then the government has a president, the Congress, judges. It depends on the country we're talking about. And that is a structure of governance. And under that governance, rules, decrees, and laws are dictated. In the same way, God had established a structure of governance in us. And God's governance in its original design, in his divine conception, was a spirit at the head, a soul ruled by that spirit, and a body in which spirit and soul were manifested. So, who was in charge under this original design? The spirit was in charge with its engine, the conscience, to judge correctly to have the right intuition, to have a communion with the Creator. That was the ruling entity, the spirit. And then we had a soul where lie emotions, our will, the mind, ruled by the spirit. 
What happened when man changed that governance? That the spirit is no longer leading. The spirit is no longer the one that commands. Then the decisions I make, the way I deal with situations, what I feel and what I perceive of the circumstances in my life when in financial hardship, when my child is sick, when I have a problem at work, when suddenly I have some kind of difference with my neighbor, when all those things come up in my life, I'm not having my spirit to deal with them anymore. I'm facing all those situations with my soul. So as emotions and feelings are in my soul, I get angry, I get disturbed, I yell at people, I get jealous, I get into personal conflicts, I get depressed, I no longer manage a sound communication with others. And these are things that many leadership programs address. And many leadership programs say, we're going to fix that. But how do they want to fix it? From the soul. So they're never going to get the right answer. They're going to keep making a lot of money for sure, collecting entries from those courses, but they're not providing a solution to people. People aren't being transformed. People aren't being restored. And therefore, we're not unveiling the true leaders the world needs, leaders in the spirit. We cannot find solutions in our soul. Do we need a soul? Of course we do, because in the soul lies our emotion, our will. There are characteristics that can identify us as unique, as human beings. A person who is extremely funny makes jokes and everyone laughs. But there are other people who are not good at telling jokes. They want to tell a joke, but no one laughs because those are personality issues. They are characteristics of our particular person. But In that personality, in that soul, does not lie our identity. That's not who we are. I may seem funny, but others aren't funny. I might be outgoing, but others are shy. Some people like dogs, others do not. So those are themes of personality. But that's not who we are. Our identity is in the spirit. In the spirit lies who we truly are. Then the root problem was that the government of the spirit was replaced by the rule of the soul. Man lives by emotions. Man lives by his will and by what his mind dictates. But since the mind and conscience were damaged when they became corrupted because they disobeyed God, People come to conclusions that are false and judgments that are unjust. All groups around the world who claim to be for social justice and pretend they are justified in their actions invite all participants to disobey, to show their anger, to destroy, to kill. Clearly, all these people go out to break into buildings, damage cars, tear down property, burn, steal, and fight with law enforcement. But the sentiment behind their actions is social justice. And that's why they get support from many. So who's inviting us to, to that? Spirit-ruled people or people ruled by their souls? 
And on the other hand, from the government side, who is facing the situation? People with the spirit or people with their souls? Clearly, we have two sides where they are both ruled by their souls. What solution is there going to be? No good solution because none are making use of the spirit because their spirit is simply not lit. Now, the time has come for the spiritual leaders and convince yourself of that. God needs darkness for light to be shown. We cannot be light where there is only light. Suppose that you and I have flashlights in our hands and we enter a room that is already fully illuminated. Who of us will use the flashlight? But if that room is in total darkness, we will immediately turn our flashlights on. Then God needs us to be light where there is darkness. And that is why we need darkness to exist for us to be light. We should not worry about darkness. Darkness is going to be there because God created them and God determined they should be there. But what if we do worry about being light for darkness? So the result of this change in the government of our life is spiritual death. Man died spiritually. Some will say, but God put spirit in us. Well, yes, he did, but it's not lit. It's exactly like the lights in my house with the switch off. Are the lights there? Yes, but they're not going to light up unless I turn the switch on. The spirit in man is extinguished. And what is the consequence of this? That man focuses on himself. Why is that? Because the one who rules is the soul. And in my soul are my emotions, my feelings and my will. So since my will is the one who governs me, I have to focus on myself. What really matters in my whole life is me, because that's what governs me. Thus, the clear consequence of that spiritual death is being self-centered. I want to be independent. I want to do my will. I want to go out and demand my rights, which is what we see day and night around the world people going out to demand justice. If we look at the protests that have taken place over years, not only recently, in any place of the world, people have a banner that says justice. People are and have been crying out for justice. But now those listening to this lesson begin to understand spiritual life a little more. Now, When we watch the news, we will say, these are living souls demanding their rights, living souls feeling unsafe because they want their justice. They want to do their own will because they do not see justice applied as they want it. Then they feel the right to go out and apply their own justice and they steal, assault, kill because They say, I will apply my justice. Many are asking God to stop them. They are asking, how long is this going to happen, God? But we will no longer ask those questions. Let us say, I am called as spiritual being to judge that situation differently. For the government of the spirit is to be manifested. 
to bring the true solution to all of these situations. We are already beginning to understand then that those outside are spiritually dead, focused on themselves and demanding what they want, and we, the spirituals, are to bring the solution. Self-centered people fall into the great trap of ego, the deception of ego, and that is why they are constantly seeking their own happiness. And sadly, this is the main focus of most leadership books and courses. Do you want to be happy? Come here, I'll teach you how to be happy. But what are we assuming brings happiness to people's lives? Are we telling them that happiness comes after self-achievement? When they're able to carry out all the plans in their lives and reach all of their personal goals? Because that is what many advertise as happiness, and that is how they focus on leadership. But what is the result of pursuing that happiness? That I will start defending my rights. Because since what matters to me is my happiness, then I don't care what happens to others as long as I can defend my rights. And when I have to defend my rights, I get captured by the idea that I shouldn't give away anything that sacrifices my happiness. This is so common in our lives and it starts when we are children, not obeying our parents because what they say compromises our happiness. So, what do we begin to understand today? That our sons and daughters are governed by their souls and they are therefore seeking their rights. As spirituals, we begin to wake up we begin to understand those situations. At work, people do not want to follow directions from their bosses or be reprimanded for their errors because correction makes them unhappy, an egocentric reaction. So when I seek my happiness, when I seek my rights, the center is me. Leave me alone, this is my world, this is my routine, I'll handle myself, I know what I'm going to do, let me go. I have to think things over and make my decisions. A hundred percent self-centered reaction. And when people are self-centered, there's a unique feature that describes them, an umbrella we can put them all under, and that is pride. Human beings are proud. Why is that? because they lost the governance of the spirit. Their spirit is extinguished. Are some of them more proud than others? Yes, but all of them, to a greater or lesser extent, are proud. Because where there is a concentration of the self, there is the manifestation of the ego. The one in charge is the soul, and she will defend at any price her rights her will, and her interests. And so far we can think, well, I can be that person and that's normal because the spirit is not lit. But feelings must be reconciled with the truth, which must prevail. It is the perfect time to thank God that my spirit is set to ignite. Because clearly... There is a solution. 
and we will find it out in our next lesson.